let the church say amen Every time that you walk in Lord knows I need saving Yeah, whenever you do it like that And you do it like that Oh, lady Welcome, welcome, welcome. I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Unpopular Podcast. This is the man, the myth, the legend, Jalen Hunter. And if you do me a favor, please subscribe to whoever you're listening. Please subscribe to whoever you're watching. It definitely means a lot to me. If this week hasn't told you anything, the one thing that I hope is made abundantly clear is that the NFL don't care about no other sport. <laughs> the NFL does not care about any other Big event. I mean, think about what's going on right now. You have March Madness. You have uh, MLB with free agency and, and trades. You have so much going on. And the NFL said, you know what? Let's dead it all that. Think about it. I am about to talk. All right. So the biggest, the biggest news happened yesterday. Deshaun Watson, who has a lot going on. Deshaun Watson uh, former now Houston Texans quarterback got traded to the Browns. And that's not even the biggest. Now, I under, okay, so I know I understand that the NFL is going through free agency. I get that. Uh, and there's, of course, there's a lot we're going to talk about, but that's not, Deshaun Watson going to the Cleveland Browns just swept everything under the rug. Like, swept Think about that. Yo, Tom Brady unretired. <laughs> and, I mean, that might be the only thing I might talk about a little bit. Now, of course, this happened further on the week. And, again, shouts out to Tykira Carter. Shouts out to Jasmine Brown. Shouts out to Carl uh, for coming on the podcast on Wednesday's episode to break down the brackets uh, for the NCAA tournament. Congrats. Shouts out to y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. So we didn't get to any of the football free agency stuff, but even still, man, let's 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 talk about the biggest one. Let's talk about Deshaun Watson going to or uh, getting traded to the Browns. This has been a roller coaster of not just an offseason, but of a entire season dating back to last year for Deshaun Watson. First and foremost, I understand that, you know, there's no criminal charges that's being brought on Deshaun Watson. Uh, however, there are still 22 civil cases for, you know, alleged misconduct with, with you know, massage therapists or with women. And so Deshaun Watson still has that stuff to deal with. And if, you know, everything comes out to say that it was true, uh, then he definitely going to have to deal with that. And it's it's kind of weird, man. It's we're put in a weird and, and we're we're put in a weird space. You see a lot of people, right, that are saying they're for women. No, you know what it is. You know what's weird. People are putting two eggs in one basket. Two eggs in one basket that doesn't ultimately need to be in said, like, what people are doing is people are taking, if you support Deshaun Watson, 
Or if you want Deshaun Watson, if you like Deshaun Watson, if you want Deshaun Watson as the quarterback of your team, then that automatically means you don't care about women, you don't care about the struggles of women, you don't care about none of that. And I don't think that's right. Now, I do think that there are people, I do think that the allegations that are against Deshaun Watson have not been taken as seriously as it should. I, I, I definitely believe that. And I said this last episode when we were talking about, or I said this an episode ago before, or after, before last, when we talked about Calvin Ridley. And I said that the reason why the NFL doesn't care about their players in domestic violence is because it doesn't really hurt the NFL as much as it hurts the player. It hurts the NFL when they don't react the way that they should. But the whole domestic violence thing doesn't really affect the NFL. The NFL does not really ca- think about that. The <laughs> Deshaun Watson is still facing 22 civil char- civil suits about about sexual misconduct. And he still received the biggest deal in NFL history. M- making the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. Oh, no, I'm sorry. F- the most fully guaranteed money. In fact, let me go see what this deal was for a second. And while I look at it, while I look this up, Deshaun Watson, who was traded to the Browns, the deal is... Five years, $230 million fully guaranteed. That should tell you. they And, and the thing is, Deshaun Watson may not even play next year due to these civil civil cases because we don't know what's going to happen. And the, and the Browns still say, hey, that's Deshaun Watson. Back to my point. I don't think it's I, – I, I think that you can – You can support somebody, but not support what they do or not support what they're what they're alleged to have done. Um, And I'm not here saying that I support Deshaun Watson. I I I don't have I mean, (laughs) I don't know Deshaun Watson. It is. I don't I do know that he's a very talented quarterback, but I don't. And I do always, you know, I, I, I tend to side with the thing with the side of, you know, believe women. But. Well, believe women, you know, when there's proof and stuff, which I know is hard to get proof. But um, I just think that a lot of people are you're you're hearing this narrative go around a lot that if you're happy for Deshaun Watson for getting uh, this deal or or getting traded to the Browns and you automatically don't believe all the 22 women or you automatically um, don't care about the 22 women. I don't think that's right. I think that's. I don't know, man. I I just think that's a crazy way of thinking. Uh, two things can be true, man. You can be happy for Deshaun Watson, but you can also not like what he did, or if he did it, because it hasn't been proven. If you do not like what he did or what accused be doing, doesn't you know what I'm saying? It's it's weird. But let's 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 talk about this in the football aspect. Deshaun Watson, at his best, you can arguably say he's a top five quarterback in the league, which is why. The Browns gave up what? Two first rounds. I know I think they gave up five picks altogether. I think two first rounds and three three second rounds or or three second three first rounds or two second rounds. They gave up five picks. 
That's that's Deshaun Watson is good enough to change the trajectory of your team. You give up that much for somebody, you know that they're a cornerstone franchise player. And the the Cleveland Browns, who have a number one overall pick still on the roster, by the way, uh, was just like, hey, you know, we'll 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 throw we we just. Deshaun Watson has expressed interest in us, so we're going to get Deshaun Watson. We're going to do what it takes. And this and it's crazy how this whole storyline went because reports were saying that this yesterday morning reports were saying that Deshaun Watson was out for Cle- with with Cleveland, like Cleveland was out the running. So it was either the Panthers or no, actually no, it was either the the Hawks Seah- or Falcons. Or the, the Saints. And I was over here saying, I think he was better with the Saints. You have a good offensive line. You have Michael Thomas. You have Alvin Kamara. You have a good defense. I don't know about the coach, of course. But I was thinking the Saints was the best place for him. I know he wanted to be home and everything. But to me, you're not really making a, a upwards trajectory if you go from the Houston Texans to the Atlanta Falcons. Because, I mean, have we seen the Falcons? <laughs> like The Falcons don't really. I mean, yes, you have Kyle Pitts. Uh, which is really the only draw, but the Falcons don't have a good defense. They don't have a good offensive line. They don't have a really good uh, running situation. All they have is Kyle Pitts. So I was just like, I don't under, I I get the fact that you're close to home, but I just, I don't understand. I wouldn't have understood you going from Houston to Atlanta. If you were talking about winning, you go to now that, now that you go to Cleveland, you have, I mean, people's Jones, you have uh, Nick Chubb, you have some <laughs> Ninjaku. You have a great defense. I think that was a great place for him. And Houston, it's funny, man. People were saying that Houston's asking for too much for Deshaun Watson. And honestly, if you really remember <laughs> the first thing that they were offering, it's it's damn near close to what they got. So I, we still need to, you know, he still has 22 civil suits that he has to figure or that have to get um, uh, have to get addressed. And you don't know when he's going to play again. But now Houston knows. I mean, now Cleveland knows that they have Deshaun Watson on their roster. So whether it takes a year, uh, whether it takes a couple games, you have Deshaun Watson. And that is the big get. Uh, so what does this mean for Cle- uh, for Baker Mayfield? So the plot thickens, man. Cleveland, no, Deshaun Watson had an interview with Cleveland, and then that's what ultimately the reports are saying that Cleveland was out. Well, Baker Baker found out about this and requested a trade, which then Cleveland said, nah. <laughs> Especially when they found out that, you know, they they thought that they were not in the running for Deshaun Watson. The thing that really put them back in the race and ultimately they won Deshaun Watson was the fact that a they were willing to give him that fifth year deal or the fifth year and B they were able to give him 200 230 million fully guaranteed the most guaranteed money ever in NFL history and apparently the reports are saying that the Cleveland was saying yo we're paying you what we think you're worth they think this man which I'm not even I'm not mad at that because if you're talking about just football talent, Deshaun Watson for sure is worth two hundred and thirty million. Now, what people like to do, and we're gonna talk about Devontae Adams in a second. What people like to do is they like to see someone's contract and they say, you know what, that's the market. No. <laughs> no. What what 
what some what one person gets doesn't mean that you get that's just what the team was willing to pay. If if the team paid me, if a team paid me $150 million, it doesn't mean that's the market. It just means that the team was dumb enough to pay me $150 million. If I am if my production doesn't say that I'm worth $150 million, that doesn't mean that you're worth $156 million. It just means that. That is just this. That's just that team. You know what I'm saying? People were talking about the Christian Kirk contract, and it's like, yo, everybody named Mama knows Christian Kirk's not worth that money. Now he could play into that money, but he's not worth that money. So now you're saying, well, okay, well then that's the market. No, 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 no. It was just they were just you know they they had the money they spent it, but. Deshaun Watson is one of the best players or one of the best quarterback in the league, like hands down. So he's definitely worth $230 million, fully guaranteed. So now, and if you look at it in totality, again, we didn't we didn't talk about it more last episode because we we fo- I focused on the the March, you know, March Madness. But there have been some moves, man. Like the AFC is a is a Think about it, man. Now the Cleveland Browns have Deshaun Watson. Uh, the we talked about the a, uh, AFC West, and and it, man. The Chargers have J.C. Jackson and Khalil. We talked about Khalil Mack, but they have J.C. Jackson. The Bills have Von Miller for six years. Oh man. The AFC, I said this on Twitter, and I mean it, man. If the, if the AFC doesn't win the next four or five or six championships, something is drastically wrong. Like, think about all the quarterbacks in the AFC at this point. Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, um, D- uh, uh, Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Derek Carr. It's... <laughs> It's an, it's 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 crazy, man. So let's 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 finish with the Baker situation, which I think is the funniest thing about this entire trade is that the, <laughs> the Texans traded Deshaun Watson to traded Desha, traded Deshaun Watson to to Cleveland when they had Baker Mayfield. And instead of including Baker Mayfield in the trade, which you usually do, like you saw with Carson Wentz, you trade, you know. Oh, no, you saw with Russell Wilson, you trade Russell Wilson to the Ram or to the Broncos, the Seahawks get Drew Locke. While, of course, it's not an even thing that the Seahawks got more than just Drew Locke, you at least throw in a quarterback so they have a quarterback. Yo, the, the Houston Texans had like five draft picks now and did not include Baker. Mayfield, which then prompted the Cleveland Browns to say, "Hey, now you can. Uh, you, you wanted a trade. You go find yourself a trade." It's just first and foremost, I never thought that Baker Mayfield just should have been an old first number one overall pick. Do I think he's trash? No, I think he's a he's a he's a solid quarterback. But kind of the same way I look at any team that has Carson Wentz. That's the same way I kind of feel about Baker Mayfield. Not saying that Baker Mayfield is in this, is is Carson Wentz. I think he's better than Carson Wentz. But if Baker Mayfield is your quarterback, is your starting quarterback, 
to me, you're not a Super Bowl caliber team. I mean, look at the weapons that he had. And I understand about the whole injury and everything, but you still – he decided to play for that. He decided to play through that. Now, whether that was for a contract or whatever, you decided to play for that. So you have to own up to the results that you got. And what whether he had a shoulder injury or not, which, of course, he did because he had surgery on it, you still played through that. And it and it was – you didn't have a surgery – you didn't have an injured shoulder last season. So it's like it's – I just – Baker Mayfield, of course, is a number one overall pick because they picked him number one. Not saying that his his play warranted him to be a number one overall pick. It's just that's what the Cleveland Browns picked. And if I what Baker Mayfield doesn't understand, or to me doesn't understand about this entire situation, is the t- a team will tell you how they feel about you by their actions. Yes, you're a number one overall pick. Yes, they can say they love you. But if they're entertaining another quarterback, then they're not satisfied. They're, they're always looking. To, teams are always looking to upgrade. It goes. I, I go back to the to the to the I go back to the basketball analogy all the time when we talk about this. Do you think if. Let me think of a team. Let me think of it. If Brooklyn, if Brooklyn called Golden State and said, yo, we'll trade you Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And all you have to do is get, actually, no. Say they said, no, better, better one. Say the Lakers, right, called Golden State and said, we'll give you LeBron James. And Anthony Davis will also give you Malik Monk. We'll give you LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Malik Monk. And all you have to do is give us Steph Curry. I promise you. <laughs> Golden State's making that move. And that's 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 no slight against Steph Curry at all. Steph Curry is more than more than deserving of staying on the team. I mean, three-time champion, two-time MVP, greatest three, greatest shooter in NBA history. But a team is always trying to look better. And while no, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Malik Monk can't shoot better than Steph Curry. That brings a whole new dynamic. Now you have a young player in Anthony Davis when he's healthy. Now you have LeBron James. Now you have Malik Monk. It doesn't matter if Steph Curry is the face of Golden State. If they're offering... LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Malik Monk, they're going to take the deal. Baker doesn't understand, yo, you're not better than Deshaun Watson. And a team's always going to try to improve unless they are just solidified with or and they just feel confident about their player. Like you don't I, I you know who I didn't hear? I heard a, I heard a couple teams that 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 threw out their threw threw their name in the ring for Deshaun Watson. You know the teams I didn't hear, the Kansas City Chiefs. What do the Kansas City Chiefs have in common? Uh, they have Patrick Mahomes. I didn't hear the Buffalo Bills. They have Josh Allen. Hell, I didn't hear Cincinnati Bengals. They have Joe Burrow. I didn't hear uh, Baltimore Ravens. They have Lamar Jackson. I didn't hear. Green Bay Packers, they have Aaron Rodgers. I didn't even hear the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who has a 45-year-old Tom Brady. 
to again Baker in my opinion is not a a number one overall pick, but he he just that's where they picked him at. And what you have to understand is a team's always going to try to improve if they're not satisfied with, you know, if they're not satisfied with your production, and they weren't. And he Baker Mayfield hasn't really been good, in my opinion, since, like, his rookie year. Now, I understand he's dealt with injuries and inconsistency in coaching, whatever, but he, he hasn't been really good since his rookie year. Or maybe the year after his rookie year, one of those two. Probably his rookie year. So Deshaun Watson is is a is a is a Cleveland Brown. Which is crazy that you go from Houston. Which is which I also is crazy to me because you don't really expect a team to trade in the conference. Like that's one of the biggest reasons why Russell Russell Wilson went uh landed in Denver instead of Seattle. I mean Denver instead of Washington. Apparently Washington had a, had almost a similar package as um as uh as Denver. They just didn't well of course Russell Wilson had the no trade clause, but they didn't want to trade him to an in-conference per- rival. The, the Texans trade now I guess I understand that ultimately it's Deshaun Watson's choice but they traded him in conference and I think the Cleveland Browns or they in fact I know the Cleveland Browns are playing the Houston Texans this year so it's you know this 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 bring this puts a whole new think about the domino effects now Deshaun Watson is out of Houston Houston uh was Darius Mills Davis Mills He's their there's their quarterback. The Saints thought they were going to get Deshaun Watson. Now the Deshaun Watsons uh, with Cleveland, they're bringing back Jameis Winston. The Atlanta Falcons thought that they were going to get Deshaun Watson, which is why they pushed back, um, giving Aaron Rod, I mean Aaron Matt Ryan the their the his guaranteed money. They pushed it back like four or seven days or whatever, so he can go find a trade partner because they thought they had Deshaun Watson. Now you're seeing reports to know they want to keep Matt Ryan. The Panthers, uh, I, reports are coming out saying the Panthers didn't want to give him like a three or four year deal. Uh, they were willing to pay him, but just not the three or four years. So the Panthers were out. So now they're still looking for a quarterback. And now the money that they didn't spend, they gave to DJ Moore. So it's this is such a big ripple effect. And again, now you go look, think of now look at the look at just the AFC. What is it? AFC is it South? Look at look at look at the AFC, man. Look at the look just look at the AFC. We talk about and we're gonna talk about it in a second, but we talk about the AFC West. Look at the AFC North now. Lamar Jackson. Every team has a star player. <laughs> like the Steelers. We're not gonna talk about the quarterback position, but they have TJ Watt. Who is arguably the second best defend defensive player in the league? The Cincinnati Bengals have Joe Burrow, have Jamar Chase, have T. Higgins, have Tyler Boyd. They have Joe Mixon. They just went to the Super Bowl. The Baltimore Ravens have Lamar Jackson. 
And now Cleveland Browns have Deshaun Watson, has Miles Garrett, has Nick Chubb, has Kareem Hunt, has Peoples Jones. Now I, I do need to figure out they need need to bring on another wide receiver, seeing as though, you know, um, they let Jarvis walk. They let Jarvis walk, or they cut Jarvis and cut. Uh, you know, we know about the Odell Beckham Jr. So. Big man, and let's go over to the, the the second biggest news, and that is Devontae Adams. Devontae, 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 Devontae Adams uh, gets traded. The Packers trade Devontae Devontae Adams to the Raiders. Um, for people that don't know, Devontae Adams played with Derek Carr back in Fresno State, um, and. He wanted to be back with Derek Carr. Now, reports are coming out saying that I don't know if people remember, but when when it was it was a year ago before the season, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams put like a the last dance pictures up. A lot of people thought that it was about Aaron Rodgers. Hell, I was one of the people I'm like, oh yeah, it's over with. But apparently it was about Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, see, there's a lot of people that is to blame for this. And when I say to blame for this, I mean, when you have arguably the best wide receiver in the league in your building, the last thing you want to do is let him pretty much walk. Now, of course, the Green Bay Packers, I think, got like two first round picks or but or a first round, a second rounder. But the last thing you want to do is is let a wide receiver the talents that's as talented as Devontae Adams walk out the door now for people to saying but wait they they got a good they got a first round pick and a second round pick think and I also understand that this is a loaded draft do not get I know that this is a loaded draft for wide receivers but look at the from Chris Alave look at the wide receivers that you're getting do you think that any of them especially any of them at 22 I think that's that's the pick that they got from the Raiders do you think that any of them will amount to Devontae Adams I'll wait I don't see not now I didn't see Jamar Chase being as good as he is now but I, I still don't see a wide receiver in this league I mean, in this draft, that's going to be at the same level as Devontae Adams or or Jamar Chase, let alone Devontae Adams. Now, that's no disrespect to any of the wide receivers because I know this is a loaded wide receiver draft. But (laughs) the prized possession is walking out the door, which is Devontae Adams. So I think that there's a lot to blame. There's a lot of people to blame for this. First, you have to start with the Green Bay Packers. You let this man's contract run out. He's been saying that he wants a contract extension. He's been saying that. And he also said that he does not want to play on the franchise tag. And what does the Green Bay Packers do? Not only do they let his contract run out when they could have done this a year ago, but they let they they said we're going to franchise tag you. The one thing that Homie said he did not want to do. So of course, if if a t- another team like yo, I don't trade me, bro. I don't want to be here. You you guys, you don't make me feel like I want to be here, so I ain't gonna be here. You have to look at Aaron Rodgers now. 
Reports are saying that Aaron Rodgers knew even after, you know, even before everything that happened, he knew that this was going to be Devonta Adams' last season. Um, if they tried to franchise tag him, but like I'd be tired as hell answering Aaron Rodgers' questions all the time, especially when I'm a player at the caliber of, that De- Devonta Adams is. Like, I don't want to answer about Aaron Rodgers. Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? Not to mention. We've seen this year. I mean, think about how this year went down. Before, what, the the draft, Aaron Rodgers said, I'm not reporting. I'm not coming back. I don't want to come back. That was a whole hang. Then Aaron Rodgers said, I'm coming back. It is what it is. They restructured their deal so that he can pretty much walk at the end. That's all we heard all season is, well, he's here, but is he going to be here after the season? They get to 13-3. and Get to the get the the first playoff game at home below freezing snow against a San Francisco team that is used to hot weather. You lose. And then you hear, well, is Aaron Rodgers going to go? Is Aaron Rodgers going to stay? I'm going to I don't know yet. I'm going to take some time with my family. Then he did the whole um the whole like thank you to everyone's letter. Like it was a lot. I don't want to answer. I wouldn't want to answer that if I'm as great as Devontae Adams. Like, come on, bro. Ask me about football. Don't ask me about Aaron Rodgers. So I get that. So this is such a huge get for one one thing that we've always said is that all Derek Carr needs is a number one receiver. While, yes, you have Darren Waller, who is probably the second or third best tight end in the league, especially when we talk about catching. He didn't really have a number one receiver. His number one receiver was a Hunter Renfro, who was a good player, but he's not a number one receiver. Now you have Devontae Adams, Hunter, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, and you still have Josh Jacobs as a running back. The, Oh, and you still have Max Crosby, and you get Chandler Jones from the Cardinals. Goes back to the AFC thing, man. It it it's it's hard for me to look at the AFC and think to like it, I would be shocked if the if if the next five, six, seven Super Bowls did not come out the AFC again. Look at the teams just in the AFC West alone. This is the first time that I think a a division, the AFC West, every single quarterback has been to a Pro Bowl. Derek Carr, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. They also have two Super Bowl MVPs in this joint. And then you look, let's let's go back to the north. You have Joe Burrow, who was just in the Super Bowl. You have Deshaun Watson, pro bowler, multiple-time pro bowler. You have Lamar Jackson, MVP. It's the AFC, man. Yo, what is the... This this is a lot. This means a lot for... Of course, we know what it means for the Raiders. It... It kind of, it just bolsters the AFC West. Now the AFC West, well, you know now, but before 
the AFC West was by far the best division in football at this point. Like with the whole Russell Wilson and everything, they were the best division by far in football. But now, again, every team did something big. Every team. From from the Kansas City Chiefs getting uh was it J- Justin Reed Jason Reed from the Houston Texans who was a good young uh, safety to the cheat uh, to the to the 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 and of course the Kansas City Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes to the Vegas Raiders getting Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams to the Chargers getting Khalil Mack and JC JC Jackson who is arguably the best safety in the league to Denver. Getting Russell Wilson, so the AFC is huge, man. And then and, and, and for the Green Bay Packers, now you're really about to see if people were saying. <laughs> you, I'm not saying that Devontae Adams made Aaron Rodgers. I will never say that. Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen. But one of the biggest faults that we've seen with, or one of the biggest critiques you can say that we've heard about Aaron Rodgers is. He does not – if he don't trust you, he ain't throwing you the ball. Hell, you saw that in the playoff games. All he – in the playoff game, all he would do is throw the ball to Devontae Adams. Well, you don't got Devontae Adams no more. I, now, if I were them, I understand how – and I'm talking about them as Green Bay. I understand how important uh, – I understand how important draft picks are in the NFL. I get that. But you have two first rounders. Why don't you try to trade? I don't know a first rounder or a second rounder for maybe I don't know. Maybe a DK Metcalf. Maybe I don't know. It's just I don't see a receiver, even though it's a low to wide receiver. I don't see a receiver coming into this draft that will give you the same production as a Devontae Adams. Hell, look, 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 look at the quarter or look at the wide receivers are still in the market. You have Odell Beckham Jr. Why you won't get him to probably the half middle of the season. You still have Odell Beckham Jr. You have Jarvis Landry, like Van Jefferson's still there. I don't I don't know, man. It's just better than the I mean, the only wide receiver that the Packers have on have like under contract is like Alan Lazard. And I don't know, man. It's it's this 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 is the NFL don't care, man. The NFL does not care about no other sport. Again, the I didn't even talk about the Rams getting Allen Robinson, another weapon, and that that kind of shows me. I don't now it could still happen, but I don't know if that means Odell Beckham Jr. is going to come back or not, because uh, you know. Oh, I do know that they're trying to trade Robert Wood, but you can, but I after that injury, I don't know who's going to really want to trade, you know, get a lot for him. Maybe as Green Bay, who knows? But I don't I don't I don't know what that means for Oda Beckham Jr., but they got Allen Robinson. And again, I I touched on it briefly, but Von Miller goes to Buffalo for 6 years, 120 million dollars. Buffalo feels like they they needed keys, which they did. They needed key stops in the game against the Kansas, uh, Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs, and they didn't have the personnel to do that. Now you have Von Miller, someone that can come in and teach you. I mean, he's a two-time Super Bowl champion. He can teach you how to be a Super Bowl winner. So it's looking at this, man, I can make a case that I can make a case for the Cincinnati Bengals to win the Super Bowl. 
for for the Cleveland Browns, for the Baltimore Ravens, for the Kansas City Chiefs, for the for the L.A. Char I mean L.A. Chargers, for the Denver Broncos, for the Ch- Raiders. It's oh man, it's a doozy. And then I'm just looking at the AFC, AFC NFC man. There's not a team. Well, yes, you have the defending champs, the Rams. Uh, but outside of that, there's not a team, in my opinion, even the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, because they still have the Tampa. At this very moment, Tampa Bay does not have a guard. Think about that. Um, you still have to figure out what you're going to do with all the, like, I don't see a team, even with Green Bay, even with Aaron Rodgers, I don't see a team better than most of the teams in the, a- in the AFC. Hell, even the Bills. I can see the Bills winning a champ. It's crazy, man. It's 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 insane. It's insanity. Let's 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 move on, man. So March Madness is here, of course, and <laughs> everyone's back brackets are pretty much busted at this point. Uh, you know, Iowa lost the first game, um, and Kentucky lost to St. Peter's. St. Peter's, by the way, and I'm going to give them respect. St. Peter's, a very small school out of New Jersey. Shouts out to St. Peter's. But let's have a serious, serious conversation about Kentucky and um, John Calipari. When we think about recruiting, right? when we think about some of the NBA stars or some of some players that were one and done or some players that just went to the NBA, uh, there's a lot of great players that played under John Calipari. And then that are still good to this day. Like, let's think. Uh, Julius Randle. De'Aaron Fox. Bam Adebayo. There's a lot. There's a lot of cont- uh, Taliero, who is more than likely going to win the Sixth Man of the Year this year. There's a lot of good players. <laughs> John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, Eric Bledsoe. There's a they've John uh, John Calipari has had many of great players, at least great players in college, under his belt. Yet and still, he only has one national championship. And that one national championship was, of course, with Anthony Davis, who will go down as arguably one of the greatest college basketball players we've ever seen. Not the greatest, one of the greatest. So we really have to start looking at John Calipari. I understand that he's popular. I understand that, you know, Duke is a blue, I mean, Kentucky's a blue blood. I understand that, you know, the, the history and everything and, you know, the, 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 the flashing lights of having a top recruiting class, which to me makes it worse. That year after year, Kentucky continues to have, continues to have a top tier recruiting class. They have one of the number one, I think they have uh, Ojale, they have like the number one player in the nation and lose to St. Mary's. Now, don't get me wrong, man. I mean, St. Peter's, I apologize. Don't get me wrong. I'm not disrespecting St. Peter's, right? 
And there's been multiple upsets. Like I said, UConn lost to New Mexico. Um, Notre Dame beat Alabama. There's uh, North Carolina destroyed Marquette. Uh, what else? What else? There's been upsets. Again, Richmond beat Iowa. Creighton beat San Diego State. Michigan beat Colorado State. But what I'm saying is, when you year after year after year after year walk into a game and have you undoubtedly the better players year after year because that's your recruiting class, yet and still, you cannot... Bruh, yo... Think about this. I didn't even say he had a team with Devin Booker and Carl Anthony Towns. The same Carl Anthony Towns who just dropped 60 in the NBA the other day. And the same Devin Booker who dropped 70 in the NBA. He had them on a team. Nerlens Noel. The list go can can get the list goes on and on and on. Yet and still, he has one championship. Hell, I think the team that, um, I know the team that Devin Booker and Carl Anthony Towns that had the Harrison brothers, they only lost one game. And, of course, that was against Frank Comiskey in Wisconsin. And I think the Final Four. All I'm saying is we have to really be I think there has to be an honest conversation about the coach. I'm not going to say the coaching style or whatever, but there's there's a to me, there's a huge problem with John Calipari having all this talent around him year after year after year after year after year. And yet he only has one championship in Kentucky, one. And that's with Anthony Davis. I didn't even talk about some of the college greats that he had. Maybe not NBA great, like Terrence Jones. No, no, that was can't. No, Terrence Jones. <sighs> Patrick Patterson. Mm, mm, mm. It's just, it's just. Again, there's, there's going to be upsets all the time. There's going to be upsets all the time. But there has to be something to be said when you're the team that's usually upset. Bro, I think this is like the third or fourth biggest um blow up or biggest upset in like college basketball history. As far as when we talk about the tournament in history. It's crazy, man. That's something like really we really have to sit and think about that, man. Sit and think about that. I mean, it's, man. And on the women's side, shouts out to Howard, man. Shouts out to Howard for uh, making it to the tournament after winning their playing game just to uh, lose South Carolina 79-21. to Now, uh, I'm not, you know, I, I didn't, I, I don't expect much from Howard, especially uh, playing against the number one overall seed 
and I, I'm just happy that they made it. I'm happy that HBCU is showcased in the NCAA tournament, especially one that's from the crib, which is Washington, D.C. Um, shouts out to them, man. But, yeah, they just got destroyed. <laughs> they, they got destroyed. Colorado lost. And this is for the women's side. Uh, Gonzaga lost. I think you see a lot more upsets with the women's side than men's, honestly. Um, hell, Old Miss got destroyed. And I, I, one of my players to watch was on Old Miss. Jesus, it's just, <laughs> yeah, man. Florida Gulf Coast just, uh, beat Virginia Tech. Like, come on now, like that's all I'm saying. Marsh Marsh Madness is here, man. And again, shouts out to Dakara Carter. Shouts out to Jasmine Brown. Shouts out to uh, my man Carl for coming on last episode to break down some of the stuff. Clearly all of us, a lot of us, both, all three of us were wrong in, in a lot of areas, but, um, uh, shouts out to them and, and go check it out if you haven't, but you know, that's March. So let's move forward. Uh, like I said, baseball, um, baseball's baseball free agency. And of course, spring training and everything is underway. And there's been a lot of movement, but the biggest two, in my opinion, uh, was Freddie Freeman. He goes to the Dodgers for six years, $162 million. Freddie Freeman, by the way, who is a former MVP of the league, who is the main reason or led the Braves to a world, their first World Series since like the not 90s or 80s or something. They tra- Freddie Freeman goes to the Dodgers. Because the, the 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 Braves, the Atlanta Braves did not want to give him, I think, the sixth year or the fifth or sixth year. The same guy that let y'all do a championship. You didn't want to give him the fifth year or fifth or sixth year. That's huge, man. Think about that. Now look at the Don. The Dodgers have Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, Clayton Kershaw. Corey Bellinger, like they have a squad. Trey Turner, they have a squad, man. To me, that's that's like one of those. Now, I don't, I'm not gonna lie and say I know much about baseball, but I do know all those names, and I do know, ah, like when you when you play the MLB or whatever, and you create a team, you have that team, you're going places. <laughs> like Jesus, and this completely takes, in my opinion, this completely takes Atlanta out. The, the chance of even trying to repeat because he was their best player. And I know baseball is pretty much the ultimate team sport or whatever, but whew, losing a player like Freddie Freeman, especially to the, to the, to the Dodgers, a Dodgers is already loaded again. And, and it goes back to the payroll thing, man. If they got the money, they're going to pay that jump. That's just how it is. The Dodgers. I don't, this is a team that that won like 103 games last year or something and led the league in runs. Oh, man. And now you add a, a complete, probably the best third baseman in the league, one of the best third basemen in the league in Freddie Freeman. And Chris Bryant signs with the Rockies for seven years, 80, $182 million. Chris Bryant, who's also one of the best players in the league, like, oh man, it's 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 you know it is a challenge. You go from San Francisco to Colorado, while I don't think that Colorado has a 
it's one of those things where I don't think I think Colorado clearly has a better chance of being better because you have the better player in Chris Chris Bryant. But you complete in my in my opinion, you completely take San Francisco out of the mix because Chris Bryant was like their that dude, bro, or is that dude? Which is why he got seven years, one hundred eighty-two million. Oh, by the way, all these contracts, especially in baseball, are fully guaranteed. So. Freddie Freeman is going to see all of that $162 million, and Chris Bryant is going to see all of that $182 million. Mm, mm, mm. Man, oh, man. That's crazy. Well, shouts out to the Dodgers. Shouts out to Freddie Freeman. Shouts out to Chris Bryant. Shouts out to the Rockies. That's unfortunate for, you know, the Braves, San Francisco, Giants. Uh, uh, the Yankees got Donaldson in a trade. That's cool. You still got Aaron Judge. You still have Giancarlo Stanton. Um, yeah. Let's move forward. So Steph Curry is out indefinitely with a a sprained ligament after Marcus Smart died. So. There's there's conversation around so the play at hand is there was a loose ball. Steph Curry, Marcus Smart was going for it. Marcus Smart dives at the ball, which then, you know, his body pretty much dives through Steph Curry's ankle, rolls that joint, you know, it's sprain ligament. Out indefinitely. He's gonna be reevaluated in two weeks. They're hoping that he's gonna be back uh for the playoffs. Which is huge because Draymond Green's been out most of the year uh, due to the back injury. Of course, Klay Thompson's coming back after two years. So you want to try to get – oh, not to mention they have to bring James Wiseman back. He just got recalled up from the uh, G League. You're going to – you need more reps. Yes, Steph Curry is the ultimate plug-and-play dude because it's Steph Curry. But you you want – especially to win a championship, you want everyone to gel. And the only way to do that is be on the court. So the question around this, the conversation around this is, has been, is this a dirty play for Marcus Smart? If you remember, this is the same exact play that happened with LeBron James and Solomon Hill. Solomon, uh, LeBron, the ball was on the ground. Solomon Hill goes for the ball, dives at the ball, uh, gets LeBron James' ankle, rolls the jump. LeBron James out for a while. So my take is this. Do I think it's a dirty play? No. As a basketball player, you're told one thing. You're supposed to hustle for the ball. That's pretty much what you're supposed to do. Um That's 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 what is that's 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 the goal. You, you if the ball you always be the first down on the ground to get the ball. But do I think it was a reckless play? Yes. Do I think it was an unnecessary play? Yes. Especially when you're talking about NBA players, especially when you're talking about how much money is on that court, it's you don't, and you know it was it was it was reckless play, because if you look at the players around it, Clay Thompson and Jason Tatum were closer to the ball than Steph Curry and Marcus Smart, and they didn't even die for the ball. But that's their mo. That's people like Marcus Smart, people like. Uh, 
like uh, Solomon Hill, people like Patrick Beverly, they get their they get contracts off of playing hard, making plays like that, doing things that the dirty work that other people won't do. And now Steph Curry is hurt. So do I think it was a dirty play? No, hell, Draymond Green's one of those players. Now, of course, Draymond Green is a better defender and everything, but Draymond Green is one of those players that 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 get paid to do the dirty work. Now, again, do I think it was a dirty play? No, but I think it was very unnecessary. I think it was very uh, it was a it was a ruthless play, not ruthless. It was a um, it was a it was a it was a it was an unnecessary play that you did need to die for. Now, Steph Curry's hurt. And if you ask any basketball player, the last place that you want to hurt yourself is the ankle. Any basketball player. So I I do think that this definitely, uh, especially if he's not ready come the playoff time, I do think that this hurts the playoff chances um, like drastically. Because, again, you need to jail. You need, you know, James Wiseman needs to play with Steph Curry. Draymond Green, I think they only played 11 minutes since they since he came back. They need to gel again. Uh, Clay Thompson, that he's been gone two years. Of course, what happens with Jordan Poole and his minutes? He needs to figure out how, you know, he, he his minutes are going to work. Andrew Wiggins, how is he going to work with the reduced minutes and the reduced shots? There's just a lot that you have to factor in. Not to mention Andre Iguodala is still supposed to come back. So it's this is a huge detriment. And Steph Curry is their best player. Do not get it confused. Yes, Draymond Green is very important. And they're not as good without Draymond Green, but Steph Curry is their best player by far. No ifs, ands, or buts about that one. And they need Steph Curry to win a championship. Not to mention, if you look at the West, man, they're uh, Denver's right nipping at the nipping at the back of their their heels. Uh, who else? Um, the the Dallas Mavericks, and they're both playing really well. So that's huge, man. It's huge. So let's keep it moving. <sighs> Brittany Griner. Um Brittany Griner, uh, who has, has been in, in Russian jail for God knows or since February. Uh her detention is getting extended until May nineteenth. Uh meaning that she would be in jail from February to hopefully May nineteenth. Um she was caught trying to, I guess, have weed or something in a vape. And Russia don't play that, apparently. Now, Russia is the last place that you want to get caught up in, especially in times like this. But Russia, you know, I think that the, the crime is like upwards of 10 years in jail, in Russia jail. Uh, you hear a lot of people, um, you know, hoping that she comes back, which, of course, I'll say this. Now this might not be a popular take, and I don't, you know, but this is true. She was breaking the law. Now, she was trying to trans. She was trying to 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 pretty much illegal contraband in, in Russia, in weed, in a vape. She was trying to do that, and she got caught. Now, do I think that the the penalties are extremely severe? Yes. Do I think that? Uh, it's way too too harsh just for a vape. Yes, I do. Now I don't I don't do vapes. I still think that she did break the law, but I still don't think that she, I think that it, the 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 punishment is way 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 too over the top. 
So I am acknowledging that she did break the law, but I am acknowledging that I do hope that she's able to come home. Um, Again, with this whole Russia Ukraine thing, I think that's one of the biggest reasons why this is lagging and this is this is a uh, kind of getting dragged on, and she's still there. Uh, I just wish nothing but, but I hope she's okay mentally. I hope she's okay physically, and I hope that she comes home. So, um, yeah. And lastly, before we go, I just want to shout out Alex Ovechkin. I know I don't talk a lot about hockey here, but Alex Ovechkin became the third all-time. Uh, leading score a goal score in NHL history with what 767 uh third behind Wayne Greshke and somebody got his name I just want I just want to shout out to Alex Ovechkin the 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 greatest Capitals player we've ever had so shouts out to you man becoming the third all-time in goal scored and there you have it, man. That's been today's episode of the Unpopular Podcast. I appreciate you guys. If you want a popular podcast shirt, hoodie, sweater, long sleeve joggers, the link is in the description below. I have multiple different colors, multiple different designs. Whatever you're feeling, I got you. Just click on the link and go explore. Also, please subscribe to whoever you're listening. Please subscribe to whoever you're watching. It definitely means a lot to me. I'm trying to get the engagement up. I'm trying to get more people. So leave a comment, like, share, do what you got to do. I, I can't do it without your help. I appreciate you guys. And until next time, much love. Take the heat